The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hey everyone, welcome to a very special episode of the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast, part of the Cincy Jungle Podcast Network. I'm Anthony Cazenza with OBI and CincyJungle.com, joined by my co-host John Sheeran. John, we are joined by a special guest who is graciously becoming a familiar face on our program, so I assume you're doing well because I am here. We're doing well, man. Like I know we lost Mike Daniels, uh, a favorite interview of ours, but we have another recurring interview guest here who's also just becoming a regular on the show, so I'm excited to have him back on. Yeah, we are joined once again by Sam Hubbard, who is joining us courtesy of Pepsi, and uh, just happy to have him back. We're going to hear about some of the initiatives that he is working with on uh, with, with Pepsi here, but Sam Hubbard, fresh off a new contract with the Cincinnati Bengals. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, good to hear from you again. And I assume things are going well. Like I mentioned, let's just kind of start there. You signed a new contract with the Cincinnati Bengals. And, you know, a lot of times some players, you know, maybe maybe the past couple of seasons haven't been as successful as, as it should be. But you're a high quality player and you decided you wanted to stay with the Cincinnati Bengals. When, when did that process start and, and what was kind of going through your mind in terms of, hey, I, I like what's being built here and I want to stay with the Bengals going forward? Yeah, the process kind of, you know, um, I think it was middle OTAs, early summer, and then continued on throughout the summer. Um, you know, growing up here and uh, seeing what the guys were adding, who was in the locker room, coaches, what was being built, I, I really – didn't want to be anywhere else. I saw the vision, you know, I love playing with Joe and all these guys and uh, couldn't imagine myself playing anywhere else. So the fact that we were able to get it done and figure it out before the start of training camp uh, was perfect because, you know, that gave me confidence and, uh, you know, a great feeling letting in, leading into the season. So obviously not everyone makes it to their second contract, especially not as big as yours. I am curious though, with the, with your new perspective, do you feel like your individual goals have evolved from like your first three years to now being a veteran on a second contract do you feel like they've evolved because of the successes you've had or they're more or less just the same and it's just about improving every year no I think that uh they definitely change a little bit you know when you're a young player like that you're you're kind of just you know 
worried about the future, what's going to come and uh, stuff like that. But now that my future here is kind of secured, all my focus has gone into, you know, what can I do to make this uh, a playoff team, a successful team, um, you know, being a leader here. And uh, obviously I want to be the best player I can be, but uh, you know, it's more about, you know, not as much personal goals and personal gains, but uh, whatever I can do to help this team win and be successful, because that's ultimately what it's all about. That's where, you know, why I love football. I, I love winning championships, winning games. That's what makes this game great. And that's what I'm focused on. Talking with Bengals defensive lineman, Sam Hubbard brought to us by Pepsi as they are bringing Sam into fans kitchens to help prep game day bites. And we're going to hear about that in just a few minutes, spending a few minutes with him as the Bengals are getting set to kick off the 2021 season. You know, Sam, I think a lot of folks maybe thought there would be a little bit more of a shakeup in some of the staff and all of that. Uh, really, the, the major shakeup is, is Marion Hobby, your new defensive line coach. And, and maybe if you could talk a little bit about his coaching style and how that kind of meshes well with Lou Anarumo as he is now entering his third critical year as the, the Bengals defensive coordinator. Yeah, Coach Hobby was, uh, you know, I didn't know him uh, throughout the recruiting process. He was obviously at Clemson when I was in high school coming out. But, uh, you know, his resume throughout the league, and you know, I just talked to guys that he uh, – well, he obviously had DJ Reader at Clemson uh, before the season. I asked him about him. He said, you know, he's going to coach us hard. He's going to get us right, though. And, uh, you know, ever since I met him, he's uh, elevated each of our games and got us playing as a unit at a very high level very quickly. And every day I learned something from Coach Hobby. But, you know, even the veterans, guys guys like me that have been here a long time, you know, we get coached exactly the same as the rookies coming in. So there's a standard that's held in the room. And uh, I really just love the way he coaches and what he demands out of us. And it's really getting the best out of each of us. So this training camp was very fascinating to follow. From the outside looking in, when it's reported that one side of the ball is doing better than the other during practice, it can kind of be looked at as like a zero-sum game where it's, oh, the defense is doing great, but that means, I guess, the offense is sluggish. How do you guys see a situation like that when you know the context of the situation? Does it ever become an internal discussion at all, or is it really just noise that we create from the outside? Um, you know, every day we, we line up with com competition periods, and uh, the defense is trying to win every single snap. You know, there'll be days where – They'll win a few more situations, you know, red zone lockouts, third down, whatever it may be. But uh, anytime where, you know, they get the better of us, we we look at ourselves in the mirror and uh, we got to get better. We got to do better. But we, we haven't been uh, – I don't know. Yeah, we don't really keep track of that. Every day we bring it and it's going to be a competition. If we lose that day, you know, we, we got to really get a, look at ourselves in the mirror and get better. Talking with Sam Hubbard of the Cincinnati Bengals, brought to us by Pepsi and their Made for Bengals watching campaign. We're going to hear about that in just a minute here. Sam, kind of made this maybe a little bit of a different question for you, but, you know, a lot of talk about the Bengals and a lot of question marks about this team reside actually on your counterparts on the offensive line. You have gone up in training camp thus far and in, in spring, summer, 
against a lot of those guys. There are a lot of new faces on the offensive line. You've taken it to some rooks by reports uh, uh, at, at camp. So I guess if you could, how is that offensive line looking in terms of potential improvement, potential talent? Uh, there seems to be some good developmental guys on that, on that unit, but you've gone up against them day after day so far. So uh, I, I, if there's a lot of progress that has been made, we'd love to hear about it. No, there's been a significant amount of progress, and that's, you know, it starts off with Coach Pollock. Uh, I obviously had him my rookie year, and he's a very demanding coach. You can just, well, they've got some, you know, Riley Reefs, an example. He's out there probably 30 minutes before the whole team gets out there. The, the O-line's out there as a unit 20 minutes before practice going through little techniques, uh, individual they're there as a unit 20 minutes after practice every day. And, uh, you know, it was a process at first, you know, they're shuffling a lot of guys around, um, you know, seeing who fits where, but you just see each one of them uh, experimenting new techniques and getting better each day. You know, I think that they're getting more confidence as camp has gone on with the coaching that coach Pollock's given them. He's given them tools in their toolbox. They're showing us different sets and things like that. And, uh, you know, they've, they've always been very physically gifted, but um, I really think that the leadership that they have from the older guys like Riley and Xavier um, are really helping these young guys along with the coaching and tools that they're getting to make these strides that, the, that you're seeing in the preseason and, and hearing about. Well, I mean, you guys on the defense line have made strides too in the preseason as one of the most impressive position groups on this team right now. Do you think that just seeing like the progress in the offensive line and seeing their preparation increase, being out in practice early and late, do you think that that has also kind of sparked the defensive line to get better as well? Yeah, I mean, we hear, you know, obviously we're last in the league in sacks. You know, offensive line's been uh, hearing a lot of criticism for a lot of years. You know, we hear that stuff for sure, and it's motivating you know, that motivates me every day. And uh, to have two motivated groups like that that want to get better going against each other every day, I mean, um, that's one way to improve pretty quickly. So I think that's really what's going on. And, uh, you know, every day I, I, I'm going against Riley and he's going against me and we're not, you know, we're not backing down one inch. It's a, it's a, it's a tough competition, but uh, we're both getting each other better. We're going to hear in just a second what Sam Hubbard has going on with Pepsi and the Made for Bengals watching campaign that he has been working with them on. Just just real quick uh, before we get you out of here, I know you're extremely busy, Sam. Um, expectations for this year. Where, where I mean, we've had some kind of high hopes. Now this is, as I mentioned, kind of a critical third year for a lot of these coaches in this in this staff. It seems like the roster has been kind of made over in their image. Um, they've kept core players like yourself expectations for this year in terms of the Cincinnati Bengals in 2021? I think that nobody's talking about us and, uh, you know, I kind of like it that way because I, I want to surprise some people. And I think that this whole locker room wants to surprise some people with the way we play winning games. Um, you know, our goal is obviously nothing less than winning the division. We want to go to the playoffs. We feel that we have a good enough team. Um, you know, we're working every day like a playoff team. Guys have been on playoff teams and are now on our team and say that, you know, we think we're going to be really good and now it's time to do it on the field. And uh, I'm excited about getting out there week one. 
Well, we're excited about about what the team has been showing in preseason, the talent that they've accrued, and the fact that they were able to extend you uh, to have you stay with the team for the next handful of years. And we know that good things are ahead for you. And as we've mentioned, you are joining us courtesy of, of Pepsi and the Made for Bengals watching campaign. Pepsi is always in tune with diehard fans. And there are a few fan bases, I, I guess I'm biased, but I, there are a few fan bases that are as diehard as we Bengal fans. And uh, they have a, spe- a special campaign that you are working with, uh, with them on, which is bringing you into fans' kitchens for, for kind of some game day recipes and different things like that. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, like you said, um, teaming up with Pepsi to the Made for Bengals watching campaign, and it's been a weird year uh, in a lot of ways, and they've got some new technology, some cool new stuff. Uh, They're launching their new AR experience, which is kind of bringing me uh, virtually into the homes of these fans. Um, It's all about the fans they want to give back to, but I'll be in there helping them with recipes, tailgating, and uh, really just celebrating the overall game day experiences for these fans that have been so good to us. So I'm excited to partner with them. Well, thanks. Thanks to you and your generosity with your time and to the folks at Pepsi for uh, letting us speak with you about what you've got going on with them and what's ahead for the, for the Bengals in 2021. I'm going to be on my way out to Cincinnati from Southern California in the stadium, rooting you on Sam in person. So uh, I, uh, for week one there, so I will, uh, I'll be seeing you there and best of luck ahead. I hope continued good health. And of course, uh, a lot of success for you and the team going forward. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Always a pleasure.